You're going to be learning the second Sichan Parshas Masse in Chelot Yudches, where the Rebbe discusses the view of the Ramban on the Pasuk in our Parsha that tells us to inherit the land of Eretz Yisrael and to live there. And we are also going to see the view of the Rambam regarding this Indian of living in Eretz Yisrael. And the Rebbe is going to teach us a very profound lesson about the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael and about the fact that Eretz Yisrael is our land, chosen for us by Hashem. So we will begin the way the Rebbe does with the Pasuk in our Parsha, where we are told that we must, when we come into Eretz Yisrael, we must live in the land. Hashem says, Ki es because I have given the land to you, Osa, to inherit her. Here the Rambam comes and states, that this is an actual mitzvah say a positive mitzvah of the Torah, where Hashem commands us to live in Eretz Yisrael, to inherit it, because this was given to us by Hashem. And the Ramban continues to say that our rabbis have elaborated on and expounded on the fact that it is a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael and that it is prohibited to leave the land, and that is proof that this is one of the mitzvot. Moreover, the Rebbe says that the Rambam points out in his discussion and commentary to the Sefer HaMitzvot of the Rambam, the Rambam incorporates the mitzvah of settling the land and living in the land into the count of the 600 mitzvot in the 613 mitzvot of the Torah, and that this is actually one of the positive mitzvot, unlike the Rambam's view, who does not count this as one of the 613 mitzvahs of the Torah. And then the Rambam elaborates and says that this is the reason for the saying of the Chachamim in the Gemara that anyone who leaves Eretz Yisrael and lives in a land outside of Eretz Yisrael is considered like someone who serves idols. And he quotes a passage from the book of Shmuel, where David HaMelech, when he has to flee from Shaul says, Kigershuni Hayom, I have been chased away today from being attached, from joining and cleaving to the Nachal of Hashem, to the inheritance of Hashem that Eretz Yisrael is. And even though the Rambam does not count as one of the 613 mitzvahs of the Torah, the mitzvah of living in the land, and he doesn't say at all that it is one of the positive commandments, Nonetheless, we find in the Rambam itself various halachos regarding the prohibition of exiting, of leaving from Eretz Yisrael and going to live in another land. And amongst these halachos, the Rebbe brings the halacha where the Rambam says that a person should always reside in Eretz Yisrael, even in a city that has idolaters, where most of the inhabitants are idolaters, and a person should not reside outside of Eretz Yisrael even in a city that most of the people are from B'nai Yisrael. And he explains that anyone who leaves to Chutz Laaretz, anyone who leaves out to live outside of Eretz Yisrael, it is considered as if he is serving idols. And he also quotes that postbook that we mentioned that the Ramban quotes where David HaMelech says when he was driven away that I have been chased away today from being attached to the Nachal of Hashem and as if I'm being told, go serve other gods. So here we're going to learn what does the Rambam have to say, not only about living, leaving Eretz Yisrael to live in another place, 
but leaving the land of Bavel where we have been been taken to in the Golos at the time of the Chorban of the first Beis HaMikdash. And this will help us understand everything else regarding this subject. So the Rambam says like this in one of his halachos, when he discusses this Indian, that just like it is prohibited to leave Eretz Yisrael to live outside the land, so too it is prohibited to leave Bavel to another land. And this is based on the posting of the Novayir Miyohu, who is foretelling the future that we will go to Golos, and there he also says, they will be brought to Golos, the and that is where they will remain. What is the source for this halacha? That one cannot leave Bavel. So this is in the Gemara, in Mesech Tuxubos, where the Gemara quotes two different lessons of Rabbi Yehuda. The first one being that Rabbi Yehuda said, anyone who goes up from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael is transgressing a positive mitzvah because the Pasuk says, Bavel Yuvo, they will be brought to Bavel, and there they will be until the day that I remember them. And after that, the Gemara also quotes, Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel the following detail, just like it is prohibited to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Bavel, so too it is prohibited to leave Bavel to go to any other land. So here it is quite known that there are several questions, and the Rebbe enumerates them over here. Uh, one of them is, how does the Rambam include both teachings from the Gemara and bring the proof that the Pasuk says they will go to Bavel, which is brought in the first thing we quoted regarding the prohibition of leaving from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. And the Rambam brings it at the statement that prohibits the exit from Bavel to other lands, which is what Rabbi Yehuda says in the second statement. So now we have the following problem. If when it says it's prohibited to leave Bavel to go to other lands, the Rambam means also Eretz Yisrael, because it says that we will be brought to Bavel, the Navi foretells, and it indicates that it will not be any other lands. So now we don't, now we don't understand what does the Gemara accomplish when it says, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, who quotes Rabbi Shmuel, to go out to other lands that you're not allowed to. And also, being that the Pesach seems to indicate that when you cannot go to any other lands, it includes Eretz Yisrael and it includes other lands. And if we are learning from the Pesach that we will be brought to Bavel in the statement of Rabbi Yehuda, then that sort of uh, eliminates the Aliyah of Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, but it doesn't speak about going out to other lands. So then why does it say that in the second statement we cannot go from Bovel to other lands, which indicates we cannot go from Bovel to any other land, not only Eretz Yisrael. So the Rambam should have said either the way the first statement is, that just like it is prohibited to go out from Eretz Yisrael to other lands, so too it is prohibited to go from other lands to Eretz Yisrael. Or if he quotes, it is prohibited to go from 
Bovel to other lands, as Rabbi Huda says in the name of Shmuel, so he should have brought the posuk that says, Bavel that we will be brought to Bavel, and that's where we will be. Another interesting thing, if we look carefully at what the Rambam says, the Rambam begins the halacha by saying, just like it is prohibited to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to another land, so too it is prohibited to leave Bavel. So what does this indicate? That we would think that just, just like it's prohibited to go from Eretz to another land, so too it's prohibited to go from Bavel. But then the Rambam says, Shenemar, it says, Bavelo Yuvo'u, the Pasuk, is not something we would think, but it's an actual prohibition. As the Pasuk says, we will be brought to Bavel. So this has nothing to do with leaving Eretz Yisrael. And the whole idea altogether, when the Rambam brings the Pasuk from the Novi Yirmiyahu, which portends the Chorban, which says, Bavelo Yuvo'u, they will be going to Bavel as a proof that Yidin will be brought to Bavel, and therefore he's using it to indicate that they must remain there if we look up this puzzle. We will note that when it says, Bavelo Yuvo, they will be brought to Bavel, it's not necessarily referring to the Yidin proper. It's referring to the different kalim of the Beis Hamikdash, the vessels from the Beis Hamikdash, as the Gemara explains. So why is this being used as a pasuk for the Yid? To further try to appreciate what is happening here, the Rebbe indicates several other details in the actual language of the Rambam, where the Rambam differs in his wording from the wording of the Gemara. When the Gemara says that it is, pro that it is just like it is prohibited to leave Eretz Yisrael, to go somewhere else to live, the Rambam doesn't use the term Eretz Yisrael, he terms the term Haaretz, it is prohibited to leave the land. And if we want to say that the Rambam is trying to use fewer words and therefore says the land rather than the land of Israel, we can't say that because in these very writings of these halachas, the Rambam himself uses the term Eretz Yisrael, not the term Haaretz. Another point, in the Gemara it says just like it is prohibited to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Bavel, and the Rambam says it is prohibited to leave the land to go outside the land without indicating specifically that we're talking about the land of Bavel. And the last example that Rebbe brings of the difference in language between the Rambam and the Gemara. The Gemara, when it posts the post that indicates that we cannot leave Bavel, says, Bavel yuvau v'shamayihiyu. These are the words of Yirmiyahu. They will be brought to Bavel, and that is where they will be. Adyom pakti osam, until the day that I remember them, when Hashem will take us out of Golos. And the Rambam only says the words, Bavel yuvo, they will be brought to Bavel, and there they will remain. So to understand all of this, we're going to have another discussion. Is the prohibition to leave Bavel something that's for all time? Is it something that applies today as well? So here the Rebbe is going to tell us like this. The reason that we cannot go from Bovel to other lands has two different explanations. The Rambam says, the Pasuk Bavelo Yuvo, the Rambam says that we will be brought to Bavel. And Rashi explains that by saying, why Bavel? 
because in Babel there are yeshivos that are always spreading Torah. Meaning what? According to Rashi, why are we not allowed to leave Babel? Why are we not allowed to leave Babel? It's only because there are yeshivas in Babel. As long as there are yeshivas in Babel, we have to stay in Babel. We will be brought there to stay there. That's where the Golis was. But obviously, when there will no longer be yeshivas for whatever reason, maybe we will be able to leave. This is according to Rashi's explanation. But according to the Rambam, not because it says we will be brought to Bovel, but it would indicate that we are never allowed to leave Bovel. So now we have to understand the Pasuk is speaking about the time of the first Golos, when we know that the Yidden were taken by Nebuchadnezzar and brought to Bovel. But the Chorban of the second day, Samikdash, we were not taken to Bovel. It was a Chorban that was brought by the Romans, by Malchus Edom. So why would the Thing of the prohibition, which tells us we cannot leave Bavela Yuvo, how would that apply in the second Golos, which is Golos Edom, and not related to Bavel? So the Teisvis answers this question and says like this, that really the, the Pasuk is really referring to both, but this needs an explanation. What is the proof that in the second Golos, we should also be remaining in Bovel. Moreover, we don't understand something else. When it says you're not allowed to leave Bovel to go to other lands, the Rambam also means Eretz Yisrael, because other lands means all other lands. Yet we have a question. We find, if we study Jewish history, it's quite clear that there were various Amoraim, various sages of the Talmud, who actually came from Bovel left Bovel and went to Eretz Yisrael, and this is very well known, until the actual teachers of Rebbe Yehuda, Rav and Shmuel themselves, first studied Torah in Bovel, and then left Bovel to go to Eretz Yisrael, and when they finished their studying in Eretz Yisrael, they returned to Bovel. So according to what we learned until now, Perhaps they were not allowed to have gone from Bovel to Eretz Yisrael in the first place, because it seems from the post of Bovel that we have to stay in Bovel. And once they finished their business in Eretz Yisrael, in, how were they allowed to go back to Bovel if we have to stay, if you can't leave Eretz Yisrael? So how are we going to explain this? So it's really difficult to say that Rebbe says that all those who went from Bovel to, to Eretz Yisrael, especially Rav and Shmuel, uh, don't follow the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda that we learned. And it's also hard to understand when the Rambam says, just like it's prohibited to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Chutz Laaretz, so too it's prohibited to leave Bavel and go to other lands. So now we're going to have an interview of what is Eretz Yisrael and what makes it Eretz Yisrael so that we could have the whole discussion that we have. How is Eretz Yisrael different from all other lands? We're first going to talk about that before we can begin to understand the role of Bovel in this discussion and what we brought from the Gemara and from the parish of Rashi and then from the Rambam's explanation. So Eretz Yisrael, we know, is different from other lands. And this is based generally on two things. One is based on a Medrash, which says, Chaviva Eretz Yisrael, 
Eretz Yisrael is most beloved. It's a land that Hashem chose. This is what makes the land so extraordinary. Another view holds that Eretz Yisrael is a holy land. We're not discussing about the fact that it was chosen by Hashem to be a place for B'nai Yisrael, but rather that it is a holy land, as it says in the Medrash, that up until the time that Eretz Yisrael was chosen, all of the lands were kosher, they were fitting for Nevoa to be present. Once Eretz Yisrael was chosen, all the other lands uh, were excluded from this. So what do we have over here? Two things, either that Hashem chose the land or that it is a holy land. And this is the connection of Yidin with Eretz Yisrael altogether. What is our connection with the land? So number one, relates to the fact that Hashem chose the land, as Chazal say, Bachar Be'eretz Yisrael, Hashem chose the land, and Bachar Lechelko Yisrael, and Hashem also chose B'nai Yisrael as his, and the Medrash continues, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem said, let the Yidin who were chosen to be my chelek, my lot, in let them come and inherit the land that is also my lot. So that is one connection of Yidin to Eretz Yisrael. The fact that Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael and Hashem chose Yidin to be his. And the second connection is Mitzat the Kedusha. There is a certain kind of Kedusha, a certain kind of holiness that exists by Yidin in Eretz Yisrael and in Yidin, and which makes us an Am Kadosh, so the land is Kadosh and we are Kadosh and therefore we belong there. What is the actual difference between these two things? So the Rebbe says we can see the difference between these two in the actual name of the land regarding the fact that Eretz Yisrael is Kadosh, or Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Yisrael, the land of Yisrael specifically, negating other names with which it is called in the Torah, like the land of Canaan, because the Kedusha that Hashem put into the land has nothing to do with the land of Canaan. On the other hand, if we speak about the fact that Hashem chose the land, so once Hashem chose it, it doesn't specifically have to be called Eretz Yisrael, connecting it to Kedusha. It could also be called Canaan, as it is called in Psukim, and similar names, because the choice that Hashem chose this land was when Hashem created the world, and He decided to choose different lands for all the different nations, and he decided to choose Eretz Yisrael. So according to this, what do we see? That when we're speaking about the concept of the prohibition of leaving the land, we're also discussing two reasons, two points. Why can't we leave the land? Number one, because it is a holy land, and that is why in this land we have various mitzvot that cannot be done anywhere else. The mitzvahs the that are connected to the land itself, to the planting of the land and related matters, all relate to the kedusha of the land. And they don't relate. We don't have this kedusha in other lands. We can't do these mitzvahs. And two, re related to the fact that Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael, 
and he chose Eretz Yisrael, and he gave it to us, and therefore we have to stay in that land. So now that we understand these two fascinating reasons for why the land is so special and why we can't leave it, we will begin to comprehend a little bit why are we not allowed to leave Bavel? Does Bavel have the same status as Eretz Yisrael? And here we will learn that it's not exactly the same thing. When the Rambam says, just like it is prohibited to leave, Eretz, to leave the land to go to Chutz Laaretz, so too it is prohibited to leave Bavel to go to other lands. So let's try to understand this the way that Eb explains it. Their prohibition to leave the land, which is connected with the Kedusha of the land, only applies at Eretz Yisrael, because no other land has this Kedusha. However, the prohibition to leave that comes from the fact that Hashem chose this land as a dwelling place for the Jewish people, regarding this, in a certain period of time, Bavel has the same status. Just like Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael as a place for Yidin, where we would be able to live and experience the ultimate geula from Golos Mitzrayim, when we were living the way we were supposed to be, so too Hashem chose Bavel as the place for the Golos. Yitin would go to Golos, and they would go to Bavel, even at a time when we were not the way we were supposed to be, and we sinned, because of our sins we were driven into Golos, and then Hashem chose that, that should be the place. So Hashem chose that, just like He chose Eretz Yisrael. Now we could understand why the Rambam's language, when he discusses some of the halachos of Eretz Yisrael, differs from the language of the Gemara. The Rambam says, Keshem Just like we're not allowed to leave the land. He doesn't say just like we're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael, but the land, the specific land, the land that is always chosen from all other lands because Hashem chose it. So the Rambam is emphasizing that the issue, the prohibition of leaving the land, which is discussed in this halacha, is not related to the Kedusha of the land, which exists only in Eretz Yisrael, but it's only because Hashem chose this land as a dwelling place for Yidden that when Yidin will go to Golos, the reason they will be in Bavel is because Hashem chose it. So just like we can't leave the land because Hashem chose it, so too we can't leave Bavel because Hashem chose it. Now let's go further and we'll speak a little bit about Bavel. About Bavel, it says the Yidin will be brought to Bavel, and then it continues with Shamayihiyu, and there they will be. What does that mean? So the Rambam says, as we just mentioned, he quotes this pasuk. So this is a proof that Hashem shows Bavel as a place where Yidin will have to be during Golos, where they will be able to remain. And even though this pasuk is speaking about the Kalim, not the Yidin, according to many, so the Mepharshim tell us not that this is a command, that that's how it has to be, but the Navi Yirmiyahu is prophesying that this will be. So the Ramban looks at it differently. He's trying to say, even regarding not only the people, but even regarding the Kalim, the vessels of the Beis HaMikdash, this is a command. That also the Kalim of the Beis HaMikdash, which were taken to Bovel by Nebuchadnezzar, are not allowed to be taken out of Bovel 
even when there will be such an opportunity, because the Pesach says, Shama Yihiyu. And now we can understand regarding the Yidin, that Hashem chose Bavel as a place for Golos, and therefore we are not allowed to leave. So now we can understand that there is really no difference between the first Golos and the second Golos, because we find that specifically Bavel was the land that Hashem chose as a place of Golos for all the years that the Yidin were able to live there and continue their lives as Yidin. That's where we will have to be as we find this is actually what transpired. Now we could seem to think that there is another difference between the Sheet of Rashi that we said and the Rambam. According to Rashi, we said, why are we not allowed to leave Eretz Bavel? Because there are places there, yeshivos, that spread Torah. So this would seem to indicate that when there are no longer yeshivas that spread Torah in any place, so then perhaps we're not allowed to leave those places while the yeshivas are there. But according to the Rambam, he says that this is because Hashem chose Bavel as the place for Golos. So this means that the prohibition to leave is only from Bavel and not from other places where there is Torah, which would be compared to leaving from Eretz Yisrael to Eretz that applies only in Bovel. Now there are several other differences between the language of the Rambam and the language of the Gemara, which we will resolve over here. According to this, we understand the following. When the Rambam does not say, just like it's prohibited to leave Eretz Yisrael to Bovel, and he also does not say so to it is prohibited to go from Bovel to Eretz Yisrael, as others say. And he does not quote the end of the Pasuk, Adyom Pakti Osamnum Hashem, that the Navi says they will be taken to Bovel and they will be there until the time that Hashem will remember. So, in the prohibition of leaving the land, regarding the fact that Hashem chose the land, so Bovel is like Chutzla Aretz and is incorporated in a chutzlaretz. And so too, regarding the prohibition of leaving Bavel, because Hashem chose it as the place of Golos. So according to some of Hashem, it would be similar to other lands. And therefore, we have to say, that's where we will stay. That Hashem chose Bavel as the place for Golos, but we, not the end of the puzzle. But according to the other opinion, the Gemara does bring the end of the puzzle because he's, the Gemara uses the word, whoever goes from Babel to Eretz Yisrael is transgressing a mitzvah saseh. And regarding going to Eretz Yisrael, it mentions until the day that I remember that we should not return to, because we will not be able to return to Eretz Yisrael until the day that Hashem will make that possible. So now we'll understand something else, that regarding the fact that Hashem chose the land, we cannot leave the land. So now we can understand the following halach from the Rambam. The Rambam continues to discuss, we said he doesn't say that living in Eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah, but he discusses a series of halachos regarding our relationship with the land and our, the permission to leave the land or not. So regarding 
another din which the Rambam brings. The Rambam mentions also the prohibition to live in Mitzrayim, in Egypt. And he points out, why can we not live in Mitzrayim? Because ma'aseha mikul kolin yoser mikol ha'aratzos. The deeds of Mitzrayim are not good. They are worse than the deeds of other lands. And therefore he continues to say the opposite. Therefore you cannot leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Chutz forever. Because he's mainly talking about the Kedusha of the land. Eretz Yisrael is holy, so you, couldn't, you can't go out. And in, regarding the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, the Rambam says that the great Chachamim, they would literally kiss the borders of Eretz Yisrael, and they would say, as we said in the beginning, that anyone, something related to this, that anyone who dwells in Eretz Yisrael, their sins are forgiven. And only afterwards, as the Rambam continues, he says, a person should always live in Eretz Yisrael, as we said earlier, even in a city that has mainly idolaters and should not live in Chutzla Aretz, because anyone who leaves to Chutzla Aretz is as if he's serving idols, as quoting the Pastor from David HaMelech, who said when he was driven out that I have been chased away from becoming part of the Nachal, being part of the Nachal of Hashem, as, and I am told, go serve other gods, and it says in the punishments, you will not come to the land. So when we learn this, we see the following. Because of the special Kedusha that has Eretz Yisrael, where the Shechina always rests, as we learn from the, post, from the Chachamim who say, if you leave Eretz Yisrael, it's if you're serving idols, because you're leaving that Shechina, because Hashem shows Eretz Yisrael as the place where he will dwell, so, not like the Gemara says that anyone who lives in Eretz Yisrael is compared to someone who has no God and anyone who, who sorry, uh, has someone who has a God and anyone who lives in Chutz Laaretz is compared to one who doesn't have a God. And there, but now if we continue, we will learn why the Rambam says this at the end of all the halachos where he discusses the different special virtues, qualities of Eretz Yisrael. Not like it should have been. That first the Rambam should have written, before he prohibits leaving Eretz Yisrael, he should have also spoken about being there, because here he is talking about the special fact that Hashem chose the land. Therefore, when the Rambam continues, when he speaks about leaving Bavel to go to other lands because Hashem chose it, he says again, as we said earlier, just like it's prohibited to leave Haaretz, the land, so this emphasizes what? That the prohibition of leaving the land is because Hashem chose it. And regarding this, it's the same as leaving Bavel because regarding the chosenness, Hashem chose Bavel as the place for the Golos. And now, let's take this a little bit further in a practical sense. Is one ever allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael? Is one ever allowed to leave Bavel? Or does one have to stay there always? And now we can understand and answer the question we asked in the beginning, if one is not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. And by that same token, Bavel, because that's what Hashem chose for the Golos, how did we find so many of the Amoram, so many of the Chachamim, who left Bavel and went to Eretz Yisrael? How, what, how did that happen? And how does that fit in with what we quote in the Gemara when we started? 
So now we'll understand that being that the prohibition to leave Bavel to Eretz Yisrael and to other lands is not the same as leaving Eretz Yisrael for Bavel because Bavel was chosen for a specific reason as a place that Hashem wanted us to be during Golos. And therefore it says just like it's prohibited to leave from Eretz Yisrael, so it's prohibited to leave Bavel. So we understand that in we have certain heterim, there are certain times when one is allowed to leave. We have halachos that teach us that for certain situations and certain circumstances, we are allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Chutz Laaretz. So apparently, these also apply to Bavel. And based on this, the Chachamim were able to leave. And then they were able to come back because sometimes you could leave and sometimes you could come back to Eretz Yisrael. When does the Rambam say, are we allowed to leave the land? will know Torah, to study Torah, or for purposes of business and Parnassah. And similarly, one is allowed to leave Bavel to go to Eretz Yisrael if it's to study Torah or to do business. Butar Lotzeis, you're allowed to leave. But this is a heter. Really, you're not supposed to leave, but it's only in a case when there is a reason that you may have to leave, and that case happens to be for a specific purpose. What kind of purpose? Very specific, to study Torah, to do business, or things of that nature. So just by leaving Eretz Yisrael to Chutz Laaretz, according to these prohibited, I'm sorry, according to these permitted conditions, he still remains. If a person goes from Eretz Yisrael to Bovel to learn Torah, or he goes from Eretz Yisrael to Bovel to do business, he is still a Ben Eretz Yisrael. He's still officially an inhabitant of Eretz Yisrael. And when his work is over, he has to go back. Similarly, if one goes from Bovel to Eretz Yisrael with the same conditions, he remains a Ben Bovel, a resident, an inhabitant of Bovel, which Hashem chose as a place for Golos. So it follows the same rules as Eretz Yisrael, that when his business is over, his purpose is fulfilled, he has to go back. But there is a difference in the conditions. If he goes out to do business, so business has a certain limitation. Once he's done the business and he's made the profit and accomplished his goal, he has to go back. But if he's going to learn Torah, which has no limitation, no restriction, so as long as he can gain in his knowledge of Torah, he can stay in Eretz Yisrael when he's coming from Bavel as long as he likes. And this is why we understand quite clearly why various of the Amoram, of the Chachamim, left Bavel to go to Eretz Yisrael because it was for this very special condition. And those who remained in Eretz Yisrael is because it was necessary for their specific way of learning Torah. But Rav and Shmuel, the two Chachamim who we're talking about, even though they were from those who went from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael to study Torah, when they were able to receive in Eretz Yisrael what they needed in Torah from Rabbi Yehuda and the others who were there in a matter that was perfect and complete, they accomplished what they had to, and then they were able to return to Bavel to continue teaching. And more than that, specifically in Bavel, they gained more than what they gained in Eretz Yisrael in looking into the words of the Torah, in studying it, in analyzing it, in teaching it to their students, 
And this, because once they taught it to their students, it increased, the Torah itself increased in a certain way. And this was something that could only be accomplished in Bovel. Here, Bovel was superior to Eretz Yisrael. Now that we understand this, we're going to speak about the Yidden, because the whole discussion about Eretz Yisrael was relating to the fact of whether we, the Pesach says we have to settle the land, and then came the discussion, are we ever allowed to leave the land? What is it compared to? And that's how we got from Eretz Yisrael to Bovel, and all the things we discussed in the beginning. So now we're going to see the following. Just like Aristotle has two special virtues, number one, that Hashem chose it from amidst all other lands, and that it has a kedusha, holiness, that no other land has. These two special qualities also exist by Yidin. Number one, Yidin are the ones whom Hashem chose, and number two, Yidin have a certain kedusha. And this Kedusha is not a matter of choice. This Kedusha comes from our connection with Torah and mitzvot. But this is the difference between the following. Hashem chose the Yidin from all other nations. As we say, You have chosen us from every nation, every language, and similar statements. When we say Hashem chose us, it's not because of our Kedusha of Torah and Mitzvot, because then it would not be considered a choice. What is Bechira Amitis? One is, what is real choice? Real choice exists when there are things that have certain similarities, and then you choose the one that you choose. But regarding the Kedusha of Torah and Mitzvot, this is, this is not something that you didn't have, that, uh, that other people have. We cannot compare, so we wouldn't relate it to the other nations. It would not apply. So we have to say that the choice that Hashem chose us is because He chose us. Here we were different from everybody else, not because we keep mitzvot that He chose us. He chose us, Hashem created all the people, and from all the people that he created, he chose B'nai Yisrael. So the connection of the Yid with the Ebeshter regarding the fact that he is chosen is an essential connection. It affects the very essence of the Yid much more than the Kedusha that comes to doing Torah and Mitzvot, because Torah and Mitzvot is something additional. He chose us and he gave us Torah and Mitzvot. But even without the Torah mitzvot, we would still be chosen. Or in other words, the connection of the Yid with Hashem, from the fact that Hashem chose us, has to do with our very essence. And this connection of Yidin with, uh, the connection of Yidin with Hashem through Kedusha, which comes through Torah and mitzvot, which are also a part of Hashem. As we know, mitzvot and Lashon Safsam, by learning Torah, we become connected to Hashem when we do a mitzvah by learning Torah, we become connected to the Torah. The Torah is connected to Hashem as we learn. But the very essence of the Yid is not connected to the doing of the Torah and mitzvot. And we all know that Chazal tell us that there are three things that are connected one with the other. Yidin are connected with Torah, and Torah is connected with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so these seems to be two. So how do we say that there are three connections? 
So the third one is the connection that comes through Torah, and the connection that comes through Torah connects in with Hashem, even though we are, but the fact that he chose us, it becomes revealed through our doing of Torah and Yitzvah. So now we're going to understand the same thing regarding Eretz Yisrael and Bovel, that Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael, that Hashem chose Bovel, and we're going to get to the resolution of the whole Sicha. So we explain that when we discuss the difference be differences between Ra uh, the Rambam's approach and the approach of Rashi regarding Bovel, so the Rambam said that the prohibition of leaving Bovel to other lands is because Hashem chose Bovel as the land where Yidna should stay during the Golos. And according to Rashi, it is because why Bovel? Because Bovel is a place where we spread Torah. We're mentioning the two things that we mentioned earlier regarding the connection of Yidin and Eretz Yisrael and Yidin and Eishter. Being that there is a principle that we don't try to add to any machloikas, any type of argument. So we can say that Rebbe says that even according to Rashi, there is also the idea of Bechira in Bavel, but this Bechira is connected with the Kedusha of the Torah, which exists in Bavel, because Rashi says that it's because we learn Torah. Torah, we said, is not the choice. Torah is something that comes afterwards. But being that we learn Torah, so that Torah is also connected to the choice. And therefore, when we are in Bavel, and in Bavel we have yeshivas and we spread Torah, so that's a very, very wonderful thing. But once the, but regarding Eretz Yisrael, it's different. The Eretz Yisrael is not chosen because of Torah. Eretz Yisrael is chosen also because of Kedusha and this, therefore, once HaKadosh Baruch Hu chooses Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael, we said, when he created the world, he chose an essential, integral part of himself as Eretz Yisrael. This is a Nachala of Hashem. And he gave it to Yidin with an everlasting covenant, an eternal covenant, as the essential place for Yidin not like by Bovel, where he chose it to be ours only during Golos. Therefore, in Eretz Yisrael, the choice is an everlasting choice. It's eternal. And the Indian of Kedusha in Eretz Yisrael makes this choice, uh, the Indian of Torah that we learn in Eretz Yisrael, makes this choice more obvious. So to really understand this better, let's understand how this connects to Yidin. Even though there is a certain advantage in the connection of Yidin with Hashem, because Hashem chose us, chose Yisrael, Yisrael Kutshabrichu are one. This is because of Hashem's essence, but there is also a great advantage in the connection which comes to our holiness through Torah and Mitzvot. If we're discussing a connection only because Hashem chose us, this is what Hashem wanted, and not for any special quality that we contain, so even after Hashem chose us, it, we have been chosen, but not necessarily can we see that this is something obvious. But when we connect to Hashem through Torah and mitzvahs, through that we become holy through Torah and mitzvahs, so this is something obvious. We literally see in a revealed way, a lukus, that we become holier and the world becomes holier. So therefore, 
through the connection that comes through Torah and mitzvot, becomes revealed the deeper connection of Yidin with Hashem, which comes from the fact that Hashem shows us. According to this, now we understand why the Chazal tell us that Yisroel, Miskashran Ba'oraisa, that Yidin connect the Torah. And Torah connects that Kaddish Baruch Hu, even though we are connected in a way that goes beyond Torah because Hashem chose us. But this is because the revelation of the fact that we have been chosen and the fact that we see ourselves, B'nai Yisrael, as one with Hashem, this comes through Torah. So what do we see here? So that's why Bovel is not like Eretz Yisrael, Bovel was chosen for the time that Torah would be there. But Eretz Yisrael was chosen forever. And now we can understand the Kedusha, I'm sorry, now we can understand the connection between the Kedusha of the land and the fact that Hashem chose the land and the fact that the Torah and Mitzvot, which brings about the Kedusha, actually reveals the fact that it is chosen. So now, just like we spoke about Yidin, that our connection, our Kedusha, that which makes us holy is Torah and Mitzvot, and this reveals the innermost levels of the fact that Hashem chose us. So too, regarding Eretz Yisrael, which is really the subject of this whole Sikha. And here is the Rebbe's conclusion. Even though Hashem chose, when Hashem 